Rockport, New York. Go ahead, please. Hello? You're yes. on the air. Uh, Mayor Koch, uh, good afternoon, sir. Um, you had a call earlier, earlier uh, pertaining to the uh, what the private sector has been doing in, in helping the, in the homeless. I'm just wondering, uh, where is someone like uh, your friend Mr. Donald Trump in these days? Okay. Why, why can't he help? You know, uh, let me, let me tell you got what, millions of, uh, well, not millions, but thousands of uh, let me tell you uh, very what, affluent individuals in New York City who can help this problem. Uh, let me respond to that. I, I'm not going to use this program to continue uh, what has been referred to as a feud between Donald Trump and myself. It's not a feud on my part. I've only responded to comments that he's made. I don't believe the record will show that I've initiated them, and I don't intend to initiate any today. That was Democratic New York City Mayor Ed Koch taking a call on C-SPAN January 6, 1988. This episode of C-SPAN's podcast, The Weekly, remembers Ed Koch, who died 10 years ago, but his feuds, real or imagined, involve politicians who are relevant today. Ed Koch served three terms as New York City mayor from 1978 to 1989. He died February 1, 2013. Famous both for his love of New York and his hunger for publicity, he once told C-SPAN there were occasions when he held seven press conferences in one day. Ed Koch's legacy also included feuds. Political and presidential historian Tevi Troy writes in the February 2023 issue of Commentary Magazine, Koch's feuds are worth revisiting for a number of reasons. While we certainly do not need more name-calling these days, Koch's willingness to engage with opponents on substantive matters harkens back to an era more open to free debate. Here's an example from 1984. Ed Koch testifying during a Democratic National Convention platform hearing. Although he was a mayor, hardly a secretary of state, Ed Koch talks about foreign policy, and he takes aim at fellow Democrats. We Democrats are going to make mincemeat of the Republican record on domestic questions. I think we will easily persuade the voters that this record of failure and heartlessness does not deserve re-election. My concern, however, is that we will needlessly offset our domestic advantage by adopting a weak foreign policy platform that will make voters wonder about the commitment of the Democratic Party to a positive American involvement in world affairs. During the Democratic primaries, I have noticed that many of the statements made by candidates contain a covert appeal to an old American weakness, isolationism. We are being told that America has no legitimate reason to be involved in Central America, the Caribbean, Lebanon, or the Persian Gulf. The specter of Vietnam is invoked to to warn us that we are doomed to bloody failure if we attempt to assert American influence beyond our own borders. We Democrats have heard this message before. In the 1972 campaign, Come Home America was one of our slogans, and none of us has forgotten the memory of the overwhelming defeat we suffered that year. I think Americans have learned the hard way that appeals to isolationist sentiment are an invitation to disaster. Of course, in 1984, it was a disaster for Democrats. President Ronald Reagan won 49 states, 525 electoral votes, and re-election. Twenty years later, Ed Koch returned to a national party convention. This time, it wasn't the Democratic convention. On August 30th, 2004, in New York City, former Mayor Ed Koch addressed the Republican convention. I'm Ed Koch. I know 
what you're thinking. What's Ed Koch doing at the Republican convention? Me, a Democratic district leader in Greenwich Village, Democratic city council member, a Democratic member of Congress, a Democratic mayor. Why am I here? I'm here to convert you. But that's for the next election. This year, I'm voting for the re-election of President George W. Bush. In 2004, the Republican National Convention was held in New York City, in large part to commemorate the 9-11 terror attacks three years earlier. Former Mayor Rudy Giuliani spoke on the first night. By that point, Ed Koch had already picked a fight with him. Ed Koch wrote a book about Rudy Giuliani. He appeared on Book TV September 9, 1999. The book's three-word title got right to the point. Giuliani, Nasty Man. Now, the title... I think the title is pretty clever, and I'm the one uh, who created it. And I thought it fit. Rudy Giuliani, nasty man. Now he's off times, and I think unfairly, charged as a racist by people who know that's the worst thing you can call someone in New York City, and he's not a racist. He's mean to everybody. (laughs) Ed Koch added another dig. The fact is, you know who supports him avidly? The rich and the people who want to be rich. They see police and sanitation as the most important aspects of civic living because they, in large part, leave town. They have another house to go to. The people who don't like him are the people who have to deal with the city. And here's Ed Koch going back to the book's main premise about Rudy Giuliani. I do not believe, and I think it's terribly unfair uh, to uh, attack him as a racist. And the answer is he's nasty to everybody. Everybody. And it has nothing to do with the color of your skin. It has to do with whether or not you tell him what he wants to hear. And if you tell him what he doesn't want to hear, you're an enemy of the people. Ed Koch was on Book TV again, June 2007. That book, Buzz, How to Create It and Win It. A new book, but an old attitude about Rudy Giuliani, who then was running for president. I, you know, I lived through the era of uh, Giuliani, and uh, I'm not a supporter of uh, Giuliani's uh, because I lived through that era. You cannot take away his courage uh, on 9-11. No one could have done it better. I think there are a lot of people who could have done it as well. Um, I uh, believe that uh, if you uh, checked with people who lived in the city on 9-10, he couldn't have... Uh, been elected to dog catcher because he had alienated so many people and people think and he thinks uh, that uh, people won't be reminded of this or that they've forgotten I don't think so so he's someone who I 
uh, no is in the lead in the Republican Party because they don't know him. And I think that lots of people from New York City will make it their job to see that they do come to know him as he was. What did Rudy Giuliani say about Ed Koch? Well, for his part, in the May 27th, 1997 speech to the National Press Club on immigration, Giuliani, then Republican New York City mayor, embraced a Koch policy, an executive order, exercising powers that he said are inherently given to local government to protect the citizens of New York. The second part of it is uh, to try to deal with immigration on a more uh, sensible basis and also to point out some of the benefits that come to this country from immigration. And one other lawsuit that I should tell you about that is much more sensitive and much more difficult to understand. And it's something that's been a source of problems between New York City and the federal government for about, and particularly Congress, for about 10 years. We have a, um, an executive order in New York City that says the following. If uh, you are an illegal immigrant and uh, we find out about it in the course of your putting your child in public school or we find out about it in the course of your reporting a crime, or we find out about it because you're seeking health services, the mayor of New York City has issued an order. One of my predecessors, Ed Koch, issued an order saying you will not be turned into the Immigration and Naturalization Service. This has been the source of tremendous controversy because at first blush it appears as if, how could a mayor sign an order like that? How could a mayor say, that someone who is in an illegal status will not be turned into the Immigration and Naturalization Service under any set of circumstances. And that has been the reaction in Congress, and Congress passed as part of the welfare reform law a provision that says that a mayor or a governor cannot order their employees not to report something to the Immigration and Naturalization Service. When Ed Koch left office, New York City had had only three three-term mayors, Fiorello LaGuardia, Robert Wagner, and Ed Koch. That list became four with Michael Bloomberg. When Ed Koch died at the age of 88, Mayor Bloomberg spoke at his funeral, February 4, 2013, at Temple Emanuel in New York City. Mayor Bloomberg began by noting all the dignitaries attending, including, in the front row, Rudy Giuliani. Pat... Um, to you and to the entire Koch family, I come today with the love and condolences of 8.4 million New Yorkers who really are grieving with you at this moment, although Ed, on the other hand, has got to be loving all this attention. And I was particularly thrilled that he picked my neighborhood, Corner Shoal, for his funeral. Uh, President Clinton, uh, Mayors Dinkins and Giuliani, uh, Governor Cuomo, Governor Cuomo, Governors Pataki and Spitzer, Senator Schumer, Gillibrand and D'Amato, and city and state, federal and international officials and dignitaries, friends, family, and fellow New Yorkers. Everyone is here today. And I think there's no doubt that Ed is beaming, looking down on all of us assembled here. Finally, a bonus clip. We opened with Ed Koch on C-SPAN in 1988, denying he had a feud with Donald Trump. We'll close with Donald Trump talking about Ed Koch and a skating rink from a September 7, 2016 speech to the Conservative Party of New York. I told the story of the Woolman Rink, how it was closed for eight years, a total disaster. The city couldn't get it built. They had no clue. They had engineers that came from Miami. 
You don't want an engineer for a ice skating rink that comes from Miami. <laughs> and they couldn't make ice. And they try, and they had copper tubing, and it was going miles and miles and miles, and they'd lay it, and the next day it would be stolen. And then they'd lay it, and it would be stolen. This went on for years, right? They'd lay it down. Copper was, was and is very expensive. And what happened is I went to Koch, Ed Koch, the mayor of New York. I said, Mr. Mayor, my kids are growing up. I want them to be able to ice skate at least once before they're at a point where they don't want to ice skate anymore. And I see people sitting in the rink all day long. They had two lunch breaks, one in the morning, one in the afternoon, and there was no work. And hundreds of people would be sitting in this massive slab. And when they poured the slab, they'd pour it in little chunks. Okay, a lot of construction people, because I have a lot of friends here. But they'd pour it in little chunks, and then they'd come in the next day. And by the time it was all finished, they had chunks all over the place, and it wasn't even. And it was like this. It was at a big level. So when they put the water on, in one side they had like a foot and a half of water, and the other one they had like an inch. And they didn't know what they were doing. And I said to Ed Koch, and I went to the newspapers, I said, you know, because they didn't want to let me do it. They didn't want to be stood up, or they didn't want to be shown up. And they went, I went to the newspapers, uh, the editorial boards, who actually, even though I'm much more successful now, they don't treat me nearly as well. I'm trying to figure this out. <laughs> but they actually did treat me very well, and they said, let Trump do it. A footnote to that Trump story. We noted earlier that historian Tevi Troy wrote in Commentary Magazine about Ed Koch and feuds. He included this nugget. Trump alienated Koch by asking that the skating rink be named after him. As Koch later recalled, I was thinking to myself, what arrogance. First the convention center and now the skating rink. I'm surprised he doesn't want Central Park renamed for him. That's it for this episode of C-SPAN's The Weekly. A reminder, you can do your own searches in the C-SPAN video library. Go to cspan.org and use the search bar on top. You can look up more political feuds. You likely won't be shocked to discover that political feuds aren't limited to those which involve Ed Koch. Thanks for listening, and happy searching. Thank you.